you you went over the baby gate and I thought I was gonna die, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> Joshua. And I'm Brittany, and we're two librarians who talk about sci-fi and fantasy and a little bit of everything else. Today's our reader's advisory. For this episode, we have a young reader looking for short, fast-paced fiction. It sounds like they like shorter books, mm-hmm. they like adventure. They also like their books really clean. Um, low on violence, no foul language, right. obviously no sexy times. Yeah. <laughs> If you hear noises in the background, I'm at my house with a few animals, so just (laughs) just letting you guys know. Yeah, same. I just heard surf advisory thing just go off. The Nova report or whatever it is. Yeah. Noah, that's what it is. Noah, yes. So it's Wednesday, folks, so that's when Noah tells us what's what. In a really fun voice, too. It's like, (laughs) hi, Wednesday at this time. We're like, we know it's windy. We got it. Just let me know if there's a tsunami. So we know what they don't want. They also don't really want anything political, so we have to avoid that. Did they mention no magic as well in their profile? Yes. So I think for this time, we're not going to suggest any fantasy books. Yeah. Since they're not really into that kind of thing. Yeah. Also, they want to avoid issues like with characters dealing with substance abuse, addiction. What kind of genres are they looking for? It sounds like contemporary, maybe some sci-fi, mm-hmm. more more realistic sounding books. They also like mystery novels. I saw some right. of their favorite books are some of the Nancy Drew series, 39 Clues. I think this reader is kind of interested in books that skew a little bit younger. Yes. Yeah. They do Definitely have some young adult. Tween. Like, the, you know, the profile says they're 15, 16. I think they would be a little bit older now. All right, Brittany. So what should this reader read? I So the first book I picked for the reader, I, it's a book I read a few years ago when I worked at the middle school, and it's called The Insignificant Events in the Life of a Cactus, and it's by Dusty Bowling. Ooh, I've heard of this one. So the main character has, this is the most interesting part, the main character does not have arms. She was born without arms, and it's really, really fascinating to see how she lives her life because she's In every aspect, she's a really normal kid and she wants everybody to treat her normally. The reason I picked this book is one, it's Mm -hmm. a really short, quick read. It's clean. And there is actually a little bit of a mystery element. Really quick summary of the book. Avon and her parents have moved to Arizona and they are now taking care of a Wild West theme stagecoach theme park. She describes it as like kind of cheesy. She's like, like it's kind of old. You know, I did a little looking up for this book when you mentioned it. And Avon sounds like a really fun character. She's kind of sarcastic and she uh, she kind of makes light of her situation. Oh yeah. she So she's asked all the time, like, how did you lose your arms? Uh-huh. So she makes up stories. She's like, I got in a fight with alligators. <laughs> Great. <laughs> she just makes it up. And she was just born without them. Mm-hmm. Uh, fun fact, her nickname is Sheeb because her parents used to call her the Queen of Sheba because mm-hmm. when she's adopted. Mm-hmm. So when they first got her, the people who were taking care of her, they did everything for her. And so they told her, even you just sat there like a slug and you let people just do everything for you. You were the Queen of Sheba. That's so funny. So they, they still call her Sheebs, but her parents are really good about making sure she knows how to do everything by herself. Like yeah. they'll take her everywhere with them. And whenever she runs into a problem, they're like, well, I guess you better think of a solution. Yeah. <laughs> like they yeah. won't do it for her. Very independent. It's obvious they don't want her to live her life thinking she has a disability. And um, her friend that she makes in there, he has Tourette's. 
Mm. So I just really liked that this particular book made for tweens. It's clean. There is a little bit of a mystery in there. I would say it's light on mystery and it has representation of characters in there. When I do book box, I try to pick books that I think are unique, interesting, and will broaden people's worldviews. And I think this one would definitely do that, especially for a younger reader who maybe hasn't encountered characters like this before in their reading. Yeah, definitely. I, I really like that. What did you read? I'm not really that familiar with Tweenlit. The stuff that I have read, I read A Dog's Age Ago. and We don't necessarily read everything we give to people either. So I guess I should say, what are you suggesting? Well, I did read this book and I really enjoyed it. It's Not Your Sidekick by C.B. Lee. Good stuff. So it's about a normal teenager who is growing up in abnormal circumstances. It's a sci-fi novel. So the time is set after World War III and the events of World War III have caused people to have superpowers. Jess, the main character, her family, is a super family. The dad and the mom are superheroes. The sister is a superhero and her little brother is a super genius. She does not have any of those talents. So she spent the first part of the book kind of wondering, who am I and what is my place here? I remember the very first part of the book was her trying to jump into the sky and fly. Yeah. It was so sad. Yeah. And she fell on her face. <laughs> she fell on her face like a couple times. She's yeah. like, maybe today's the day. <laughs> <laughs> and it was not the day. So in order to deal with her normality, she decides that she's not good at school. So she's going to try to get an internship at this huge corporate office. It's called Monroe Corp and uncovers a mystery involving one of the other employees of Monroe Corp, the supervillain Master Mischief, who happens to also be the nemesis of her parents. Well, he's gone missing. So she and another intern there, Abby, and uh, they decide that they're going to find out what happened with these missing supervillains. So there's some sci-fi elements, not too strong, just kind of revolve around a little robot. It's kind of cute, mm -hmm. like an R2-D2 and some amateur detective work. Yeah. <laughs> Teenagers breaking into government buildings, you know, normal stuff. It's a totally clean teen book. And yes. like in the like there are romantic relationships in there. It's totally clean. Yeah. I would say it's really healthy to see the conversations that are had between the two girls. It talked a lot about boundaries. Yes. We talked about this in our um, sci-fi book club when yes, we were we doing did. that Facebook Live. Yes, you did. You mentioned something about consent and how it was very refreshing to see consent handled in such a mature and nuanced way in the story. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so there's no cursing. There's no extreme violence. I think some people get punched. Yeah. <laughs> this is a, a superhero book. Some people yes. get punched. <laughs> yeah. Or what else would you like to recommend? So this one I did not read. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Most of the mystery I read when I was younger was adult James Patterson. <laughs> like I didn't read a whole lot of teen mystery. I read more teen fantasy. So I focused in on the Nancy Drew aspect of the profile. And surprisingly, I, I just made the connection right now. I, uh, James Patterson wrote teen mystery. <laughs> and so I picked Allie Cross and it's James Patterson has an adult series of um, Alex Cross. I did not read that, but Allie Cross is Alex's Cross, Cross's son. Um, I went on to commonsensemedia.org because <laughs> that's one of the things it's like, if readers are asking for cleaner books, mm -hmm. it's hard to just flip through a book and be like, oh yeah, this book is clean. Especially if you haven't read it. Yes. Uh, we do our best. Sometimes things slip by, but we do our best. And in this case, I was looking up reviews for this book and commonsensemedia.org popped up 
And it said it was really clean. Um, There's no substance abuse. When I, I think it had like one or two stars for violence. There are like some people get punched. <laughs> um, I, I'll accept it because it sounded like very Nancy Drew mystery-ish. Mm-hmm. The main character's best friend goes missing and his dad is, I think, in jail or is not available to really help him at the moment. So it's all about this kid trying to find his best friend. I was like, that sounds like a solid read. And I know James Patterson is a really, really popular author who a lot of people really like. Um, I don't, I, I didn't see, um, Oh, it was rated really well on Goodreads. It was rated a 4.02 out of 5, which is, that's a really good rating on Goodreads. And it's 312 pages, so not that long. Awesome recommendation. And thank you for that uh, pointer about, what was it called? What was the name of that website? So it popped up when I was looking at like book reviews for the book. It was commonsensemedia.org. And it was really cute. There was a little 11-year-old on there who wrote a review. And (laughs) They were like, it gets a little scary sometimes, but if you have an adult with you, it's okay. Oh, <laughs> I was like, oh, it's so cute. <laughs> yeah, that's great. So like, if anybody listening is interested in uh, trigger warnings for books, if they're not sure if it's age appropriate, that might be a good place to check out. Yeah, I also use Goodreads. Same. Look at the reviews on Goodreads. Yeah, because often the uh, the users post questions on Goodreads of like, what age group is appropriate for this book? Yeah, yeah. that's definitely a good place to look. What else did you recommend? Okay, well, I have one more book. This is one I started reading, but I didn't finish. Not because I did not enjoy it, but because life happens. So this is uh, Laura Pohl's, P-O-H-L, as in Pohl, The Last Eight. And uh, this novel is is pretty short. It's also a part of a series. And uh, it's about an alien invasion that wipes out humanity in a matter of days. So the aliens are kind of freaky in this. They're like spider bodies with like baby heads. So no, you remember, you remember Joshua. That, I know. Do you remember that uh, character in Toy Story 1? Yes. That baby? That's kind of what I imagine they look like. Frightening. So a bunch of those take over. Cool. Exactly. Cool. Yeah. Nightland. Thank you. Yeah. So they, they spray like this kind of like dust in the atmosphere that asphyxiates everybody. Oh, and they God. have lasers that vaporize people. <laughs> so they're kind of in it for domination. Okay. This one's yeah. pushing the boundaries. <laughs> uh, no. Yeah. So this one does have a little bit more violence. I'm. It's not overly graphic. Okay. Uh, there are some scenes where a character does get injured in the leg and okay. it does describe a bit of blood, a character does die in it, but they don't die on camera, so to speak. Uh, <laughs> they die over there. They die over there. And uh, there's also like a short scene where the main character is considering suicide because she's the only person left. So, I mean, there are those trigger warnings there, but the reason why I picked this is because it's so full of action. The main character, Clover Martinez, is a survivor of this. The stuff in the atmosphere doesn't harm her. Her dad is a pilot for the military. One of the first things that happens is she hijacks an aircraft uh, you know like a like a a crop duster kind of airplane and tries to fly away but then gets shot down by aliens so i'm that's that's the start of the book the rest of the book is surviving these aliens and trying to fight them do we know if it has a happy ending am i allowed to ask that Yes, you are allowed to ask that. It does end on a positive note, but since this is the first in a series, there is a continuation. Okay, because I kind of want to read it. I'm like, (laughs) baby head aliens. (laughs) That sounds horrifying, and I'm also kind of into it. There's a cast of characters. So there's eight characters, and they're all teenagers, and they call themselves the last teenagers on Earth. And they all have like very different personalities. Like there's this girl from Brooklyn who has a very sarcastic way of talking, 
And she's also a conspiracy theorist. I might have to pick that up because sometimes I have a sci-fi itch and that sounds really interesting. Yeah, yeah. Try it out. Try it out. It sounds like um, it reminds me of the fifth wave. Yeah, exactly. Do you have on you how long this book is? How many pages? Uh, I think it's it's less than 350 pages. Okay. So it is a bit on the longer side. It's still shorter than the 400 limit. I would say that this, this reader is not interested in. And sometimes books are just like, I would say if a book's like a super thriller, you just fly through and it's like, yeah, it'll be fine. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. So those are our recommendations. So uh, Brittany has recommended. I recommended The Insignificant Events in the Life of a Cactus by Dusty Bowling. And I also recommended Alley Cross by James Patterson. Awesome. And I've recommended Not Your Sidekick by C.B. Lee and The Last Eight by Laura Pohl. Nice. So folks, uh, I guess if these books sound interesting to you, if you fit our reader advisory, uh, then check them out. Okay, should we do like do like an outro or something? We'll, we'll record that later. <laughs> Just rip off somebody else's outro or intro. Right. <laughs> You know, sometimes um, I've heard with people, they will just take outtakes and they'll use that as their outro intro and yeah. then they'll, like do the little music and that's it. <laughs> okay. Well, hey, we have plenty of that. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to get in touch with us, you can reach us at starships at cruisebaylibrary.org. 